You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 42. bitches. What is up, you guys? It's your girl, Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Hope you guys are having an incredible Thursday. I know I haven't like addressed what the fuck is going on in the world right now, and that's because, you know, me at the beginning of March, I was like going through this incredible productive phase, and I actually recorded all of the episodes for March within the last week of February and the first week of March. So I haven't had the chance to just like talk about what's going on because all of those episodes were pre-recorded. So this is the first episode I've sat down and recorded during quarantine. Now, bitch, I've been fucked up. This is like my third week in quarantine. And like when I say in quarantine, like I already work from home anyways. So it's not really like that different, like leaving my house and all that kind of stuff. But the first week I didn't realize how much I actually do leave my house because there's days where I feel like I can't concentrate inside my house in my office space. So I leave to a coffee shop or I have classes and I go to school. And like, even though those are really minuscule interactions, like I'm only at school for an hour and a half at the most per day, the amount that I felt that I was not around people was so large. Like my first week of quarantine, I probably cried every day. And now I'm going into week three. I'm feeling great. I definitely have drank a lot more than I thought I was going to. I actually am recording this podcast with an at-home mimosa right now. But I mean, we're thriving and surviving. What can we do? We're inside the damn house. My mom sent me a text this morning too. And she said that one of the girls in our city, well, this group of girls, I don't actually know them, but this group of girls in our city got fined like a thousand dollars for being in a car without safe distancing and also having nowhere to go. So they were just like driving around like for fun, which I was like, okay, I get that though, because I left my house on Monday to just like go and drive. And so I went to Starbucks, got Starbucks, and then I like drove purposefully to the other side of the city to go to their liquor store. And I was like, I mean, I was alone and I like technically, I guess, had a purpose. And Canada does classify liquor stores as an essential service. So like I probably could have gotten away with it if I got pulled over, but it was so crazy. Like the laws are changing so, so quickly. And like my city is in a state of emergency officially. And I don't know, things have just been fucking nutso. However, this week, like I was saying, I've been really productive. I had like a kind of shitty Monday, just like in relation to boys. And I'll probably tell you about that when me and Nikki do our Men Ain't Shit episode of the month. But Monday, I was like, meh. Tuesday, I it was April 1st. And I was like, you know what? First day of a new month, like... We've kind of settled into our quarantine routine. I'm going to make the most of it. So I woke up. I did cardio. I did yoga. I had some meetings, crushed some emails. I organized my life. Like I felt really, really good. I also, if you're wondering, I got Animal Crossing New Horizon on the Switch and I've also been fucking that shit up. So I don't know. I'm having a decent time now in quarantine. Um, I'm still lonely. I'm still single. But I mean, what can you do? Earlier. Like I said, I didn't realize like how much I left my house, especially to go to coffee shops. And I formulated the idea of this episode from one of my two dramatic coffee shop interactions. 
And so today we are going to talk about sex shaming and therapy and how sex shaming kind of ruined my outlook on therapy and my kind of backstory of it all in today's episode. And I hope you guys enjoy. It's kind of a weird one for me. It's kind of like a a vulnerable episode and I don't know how you guys are going to take it, but this is just like my own story of how this happened. So I hope you guys enjoy. Let's start off with my first interaction. I was sitting in a Starbucks for some reason because I'm like one person. I always kind of, if there's room at those like big, big tables where there's only like a couple people and like six seats and only two of them are taken, I'll kind of I'll sit at the big table because I need the space for all the shit that I bring to Starbucks. I'm sitting there and I'm sitting next to what I presume at the time to be like a mom and daughter. Now I'm sitting there. I'm not really trying to eavesdrop. It's just like I have my headphones in, but I'm not really listening to anything because when I need to get things done, like the ambience of a coffee shop actually helps me more than like if I were to listen to music. So I just have my headphones in just so it doesn't look like I'm being creepy and listening to the ambiance and then also so people don't talk to me. But anyways, <laughs> that's a little specifics. Anyways, so I'm sitting there and there's this girl and this this woman next to me and they're talking, they're talking. And then I start hearing like things about like getting pressured into sex and like all this stuff. And it's like a big relationship talk and was like, okay, well, does your boyfriend like do XYZ? And she's like, yes, and I hate it. And like, obviously this is a situation where it's kind of like a like a visibly broken situation. You know what I mean? Like they had a whole conversation about her dad and her family life and like all this kind of stuff. But it was one of those those situations where it was like a, a teen probably making poor choices when it came to boys. And that conversation went so well. Like this woman handled it so well. She was so smart. Like I deadass thought I was next to like a therapy session in Starbucks, but it just turned out that she is like her aunt. So whatever. It was like really, really good. And I was like, wow, amazing. Like I love the hope for this. There is nothing like shaming or like, I can't even think of another word. There's no shame around having this conversation, obviously, because this girl was probably young. She was probably like 14, 15 and talking about like, sex and dating and all this stuff. And like, I lost my virginity at 17. So like to hear this and to her to be so young, like I probably would have had like a a similar type of disposition when talking to this girl, if I was in the position of the woman that she was with, but whatever. It was just like, I don't know. I was like, damn, this is really good. This was very insightful. Like, I love this. And it's not like I was trying to eavesdrop. It was just like, the conversation was sitting, like happening right next to me because they were sitting literally in the seats next to me. So it was hard to not pick up on things, but I was like, okay, amazing. Great conversation. Like this, this girl seems like she got a lot out of this and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, a very good conversation. And I was like, amazing. There's hope for this. Then a couple weeks ago, probably literally the first week of March-ish, I was at a second cup and working as per usual, like basically all the time. And so I'm sitting at my usual table because it's the only freaking table that has a plug-in and a table. But anyways, I'm sitting there minding my own damn business, doing my work, studying all this stuff. And they start to discuss this girl. And it's so crazy, the the dichotomy of this conversation, because this conversation is between two, like, adult women. So there's no teenage girl or whoever they're talking about in question at their table. So they start talking. And, like, this is the, this is the conversation that gave me, like, a lot of flashbacks that I want to talk about. And so basically, obviously, I don't know the gravity of the situation. And obviously, I don't know this person personally or any of that kind of stuff. But they start talking about this girl and about like how 
they took her phone away after finding out all of these things and like now she's rebelling and blah 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 and now they have like an aid worker and somebody to take her out of the house like from my understanding I think it was some type of like foster parent situation I honestly have no idea but basically it was like some type of like troubled youth situation and they were talking about how like they were doing all these things and this mom like or I, I presume is the mom was saying all these like terrible things about this daughter and I I was like what the fuck and like this woman was going off about how like this girl is so irresponsible and she's like only I think she's like 16 she was like only 16 and blah 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 and I was listening to this and I was like, bro, what the fuck? Because the language that they used around all of this gave me just PTSD to all of the times that actually before I go into this, the the thing that triggered it is they were talking about how she needs to go to therapy and how she like hasn't been going and how she needs to go to therapy for all of these things that are wrong with her, like in regards to growing up in like, I would argue a pretty highly sexualized culture about like sending nudes and all this kind of stuff and like obviously this girl is young but just the conversation that was happening around this like really gave me PTSD to my own situation so I guess I'll talk about it but basically what happened is growing up like I did this on 73 questions I think and it was about like has your parents like ever caught you having sex or sending nudes or whatever so like I got caught by my parents sending nudes probably at like 16 maybe no I had to be like 15 which arguably is very young and I mean yes it's inappropriate for the age and stuff like that but at the same time I really think that the the action towards the problem is very specific if you want change now obviously I feel like a lot of parents like now that I'm grown up and I think about that situation I feel like a lot of parents do the whole like take away your technology type of thing as a means of protection which totally makes sense now that I'm older but at the same time like I think parents get literally fucking psycho with that shit and they project so like what I'm saying is obviously when you're a parent and you find that shit out you're probably like mad at yourself and all this kind of stuff and in my particular experience like I feel like a lot of that stuff was projected onto me so like I felt one million times worse and also just as angry because I I felt like I was getting attacked so unfairly in this situation and like honestly at the end of the day I don't want to say this is like fair or good but like children are gonna make these mistakes and coming at them like so aggressively and telling them what they're doing is wrong and like all this kind of stuff and like I don't mean wrong in a sense of like you should let your child send nudes at 16 I mean wrong in the sense of like it being a life or death type of thing like I think that the intent behind the conversation has been so misconstrued for me personally that it really like fucked me up because my parents or like my mom and my stepdad at the time literally were like, you're so fucked up, like blah, 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 blah. And like, they put me in therapy. And this is what I think ruined therapy for me because I was like, who the fuck goes to therapy for this? Like, like if you think about it from the, the mature standpoint at the end of the day, like, yes, it's young, it's all that kind of stuff, but I don't really think it's like a, a therapy move. 
You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, I, you know what I think it was? Is, like, my family has never been, like, too close like that to talk about that kind of stuff. So they were like, what the fuck are we going to do? Because, like, I feel like they felt like they couldn't have a conversation with it, with me about it because we had never sat down and had that conversation, which probably honestly adds to the fact that, like, I went to therapy for this in the first place. Honestly, I just felt like I was getting so shamed. And that it was, like, so, so wrong. Like, life or death wrong. Like, the most disgusting thing you could ever do. And it made me feel so fucking bad. And it was crazy. I have never felt that bad about myself in my life. And, I mean, it was... I was so young, too. And to be told that, like, you're so fucked up that you need to go to therapy over, like, one thing that arguably a lot of kids do because it's a part of growing up... It was fucking nuts. And I think overall, it's kind of ruined my outlook on therapy because now I feel like in my head, I translate therapy to being like so fucked up that nobody else can help you. And like, you're just like a lost cause, which I know isn't true, but I think from my own personal experience, like it totally fucks me up like that because that is like, that's been my only experience with therapy. And you know what? My only experiences with therapy have that have been that. And then also a, a, we went to therapy as like a family, which was also fucked up because like my stepdad was awful. He was so like emotionally abusive. It was fucking awful. So we went to therapy for that too. And like both of those combined are shitty ass things. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I feel like it's like ruined the outlook and like everything when it comes to therapy for me. And it sucks because I feel like there's actually a lot of trauma probably buried up under there and it would be healthy for me to like understand and get out. And like, I'm a fairly introspective person anyways. I have a lot of self-awareness. So like I've worked through a lot of these issues, but it, it just, it gives me adverse feelings to therapy. And I didn't really realize it until, so one time, I'll get into like this whole situation of family toxicity and body positivity in a whole new episode, but I did talk about this on TikTok. And uh, one time I was at home, I got a package from a PR company and they sent me this crop top. Now I've talked about this on, on TikTok, on Instagram. If you guys already know the story, then you know the story, but they sent me this crop top. And so obviously when like clothes arrive, they're not stretched out to your body, all this kind of stuff. So I'm like looking at this crop top and my mom was like, that's not going to fit. And I was like, it's going to fit. It's fine. It's my size. It just came out of the package. Like calm down. So I put it on all this kind of stuff. And my mom was like, you look like shit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my fucking God. And basically I was like, it's fine. Like it looks fine. And my mom literally dead ass was like, you need to go to therapy because you can't see how you're ruining your life, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, hold on, wait, what the fuck? And I think that was so triggering for me because the only other time that I literally have ever gone to therapy for anything was when I felt like it was like a life or death situation because I felt like I was the worst fucking person in the world because of the reactions that my my family gave to me. And I feel like the more that I like have this conversation, I feel like the more people listening are like, bitch, you do need to go to therapy because you low-key fucked up. But like, I, I just think like there's been so many negative emotional projections around me 
when it comes to the topic of therapy, that I'm just like, I don't know if I want to go because I don't know if I want to bring those feelings back up because arguably I live a great life. Like I'm super happy. I'm very positive. Like I, I don't think I struggle with a lot of things. I'm pretty emotionally intelligent and I can work through my own shit. But like, I almost think that therapy has been weaponized for me and it's so crazy. And it just, it just hasn't been like the best situation. So I don't know, like when it comes to back on the topic of, of sex shaming, it's crazy because I think that the world is definitely opening up to a new stage of understanding of sex, like having the conversation more honestly and openly. Like I think it's a stat that I always like to bring up, which is like, honestly, I don't even know if it's a hundred percent of an official stat. I haven't actually looked into it. I've just heard it a bunch is that like one third of Gen Z is openly gay. And I was like, I love to hear that because if you think about when we grew up, like I'm 23 in high school, there was probably only like two openly gay people. And now like everybody's graduated high school and like everybody and their mom is bisexual. And it's just because at the time that we were in high school, it just wasn't as widely accepted. So I think there's this big positive shift and like big movement when it comes to sex and open and honest conversations. And I think a lot of them have to do with, for example, um, Call Her Daddy, the podcast, like a lot of people have like big open conversations. Hey, bitches as well. We talk about big open sexual topics that perhaps you don't feel like you want to talk to with your friend group or your parents or stuff like that. And I think that sex and the conversation around sexual education and openness and stuff like that is moving forward. Like everything is moving towards a very better place that is open and honest and doesn't harbor all of these negative emotions around it. And honestly, I'm super, super fucking happy for that. But at the same time, like my, just my personal experience, like I think the whole reason I got so triggered and wanted to make this episode was just my personal experience around it because at the end of the day, like, I don't think that we should be, I don't think adults or important figures in our lives should be shaming us around what is like, I don't want to say normal because I know somebody's going to fucking come for me, but like, just like the normal experience of growing up, which is finding yourself sexually and like coming to a point where yeah you might start hooking up with people and stuff at a young age and it sucks like I feel like as a parent because I'm not a parent but like it might suck as a parent that you're watching your child lose their innocence but I think that what would have helped me more is that if my family were to be more or like not more supportive but like came at me through a more supportive lens you know what I mean like they were more I don't want to say understanding, but just like came off in that way. You know what I mean? Like sat me down and had an actual conversation with me open and honestly versus making me feel like I had something wrong with me, which I just, I don't know, projected me into just like a negative space, which like honestly fucking sucked. And like, I feel like there's a whole culture around sex shaming and like, honesty and openness about like being positive with your sexuality and this is something I actually it's crazy because I I've heard this a lot from like a lot of people and when it comes to confidence like a lot of guys are like very attracted to my confidence in my career and stuff like that but also very attracted to the fact that I own my sexuality and I think that 
I had to figure out how to do that on my own as like almost like in a, a way of rebellion at first because I thought that it was so, so wrong. But like now I'm so open and honest and like 100% admit it, but it's still very how do I say this? It's It ruffles a lot of feathers on the other ends of people who are still very conservative when it comes to the understanding of like the sex space and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying you have to be a fucking sex expert or you like having to talk about sex. It's just owning your own personal views and opinions and sexuality and just being 100% confident and comfortable in them, you know? Maybe you aren't the person that talks about sex. Like, that's fine. Just make it clear and make your choice known, you know? And I don't know. I want to speak a bit, I guess, more on this subject, perhaps with, like, somebody who actually has a degree or, like, works in this field because I think there, like I said earlier, is definitely a revolution of like a sexual revolution coming of everybody just owning their power, owning their sexuality, owning all of their like mistakes. And hopefully that shifts like a lot of parenting techniques to be more open and honest versus being shameful for things. And then ultimately having a situation like me where you get fucked up and you think therapy is for when you are the worst possible fucking version of yourself. That being said, I actually am actively looking for a therapist and it's not really because I don't think like I have much wrong with me, but at the end of the day, like everybody can benefit from therapy. I definitely think that I want to find some type of therapist to maybe unpack a bunch of this shit with because at the end of the day, I think it kind of affects the like the relationships I'm able to have with my family as well as with other people. So I don't know. And when I say other people, I I mostly mean just like actual like relationships and partners. I don't mean friends and stuff like that because I feel like I have a very good grasp on like relationships in that sense but I do mean like romantic relationships and then like familiar relationships so I don't know I am going to be doing an episode with one of my best friends on how to find a therapist how she found her therapist all this kind of stuff so if you're in a similar boat and you would like to also figure that stuff out and you're a therapist newbie and perhaps you have the same kind of feelings around this that I did and I still do then make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can check it out when it comes out because I have a feeling it'll be a really good conversation. That's it for today's episode. I know it was short and it was sweet, but I just wanted to come on here and chit chat with you guys because we haven't been doing a lot of solo episodes and this was kind of just weighing on my mind and my heart. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot and share this over on Instagram and tag me at Hey Bitches Podcast. I would love to talk to you guys about this episode. Would love to hear your experiences, your wise words of wisdom. Let me know. I would love to to hear it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever that you listen. And if you are an Apple podcast subscriber, make sure to give the podcast a five-star rating and a review. It really actually does help me out so much. And it helps me continue to do this podcast for you twice a damn week. Because like I said, in the one year announcement, Hey Bitches is coming out every single Tuesday, Thursday. So I wouldn't want you to miss out. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an incredible Thursday. I will see you on Tuesday with a brand new freaking episode. And for now, bye-bye, bitch.